Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. This is the show where top digital marketers share proven tactics, tools, and frameworks that will help you acquire more customers and grow your business. Let's get started. Here is your host, Guy Rosman. Hi, Sivan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Guy. Thanks for having me. It's my honor. That's great. And Sivan, you are the VP Marketing at Staircase. What can you tell us about Staircase AI? Yes, Staircase AI. I'm VP Marketing at Staircase AI. So Staircase AI is a customer intelligence platform. I've been around for a year, Staircase, and it's really exciting. We basically analyze conversations between customers and their vendors to identify churn risks or growth opportunities. And that's pretty awesome. We do that with AI and it's pretty cool. Nice. So it's AI-based startups and AI is now the buzzword. So it's good, yeah. I guess. How did you end up there? Like, tell us a little bit about your journey. What did you do before? So I've been in the B2B SaaS market for a decade now. I originally started in an entirely different environments and markets. I started in the application security world transition to application and developer apps. And today, I mean, the revenue intelligence market, I started as an outbound marketing professional, mostly in publisher, publisher events, things that are more of outbound marketing, and then moved to product marketing and inbound. I covered basically everything um, <laughs> when it comes to trying a marketing channels. And to lead, today I lead a group. A team. That's great. So actually, you know, this is what we're going to focus today, you know, talking about your challenges, right? And, and what tactic, what channels are you currently using, right? So maybe I start, you know, with asking really about the challenges because it is crazy time. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering as a VP marketing at a, at a growing SaaS business at the AI space, what's the challenges look like right now? So I think not just for us, but the entire SaaS market is going through a phase since the end of the last year. And it got even worse, I think, from the beginning of the year. And I think that most companies are trying to do things differently because old marketing doesn't work. So I think the main challenge now is really bringing, I think it was always the challenge to bring high quality leads, right? But From everyone that I hear of right now, like everyone are, are even struggling more to get those qualified leads in. People have less attention because everyone are cutting budgets and are not willing to invest in new, in new uh, technologies. And you really need to find the right people to buy your product now, um, I think more than ever. I think you have to qualify them even more and find other sources and do things differently. I think that's the biggest challenge right now, how to do things differently and how to shine when there's so much out there. So many are struggling to bring new business in. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. So it's definitely a challenge, you know, if you need to uh, like create new kinds of marketing that... maybe never existed or maybe try other things. What are like the main tactics or the main channels that you currently use that you see are working for you? So I think the biggest insight and the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, um, channel that I think that was the most surprising in the way it worked is actually, you know, the social media, it's not that it's new, but I think that 
still LinkedIn is uh, one of the best channels to start conversations in a business context. There is also, you know, Instagram and TikTok and other channels that are now rising in being able to really bring in leads and qualified leads. But still LinkedIn is the place you would do business in. It's still in the, that area of uh, business conversations. People are willing to learn on LinkedIn on, on new technologies and, and get acquainted to new people. And I see that LinkedIn is one of the strongest sources, both in the social, organic, both in the uh, paid and both in the thought leadership, right? Like there's a new kind of hype behind uh, thought leadership content that you want to make your seniors in the company at thought leaders in the space that you're trying to penetrate into. Um, so those are the th three things I see. And when it comes to paid social media, and I think call to actions in general has to change today. People don't want to just go on a demo with you and book a call. They don't have time. Everyone has gazillion things to do. They have pressure. They have their KPIs that are not met. This is a tough season for everyone. And they don't want to book a demo, <laughs> which is kind of the classic CTA, right? Like request a free trial or all those direct call to action that just say, talk to me because you need to talk to me. I think it's changing a very much into value-based call to actions. And this is what I see that works for me. Value-based call to actions that are not me, 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 but more talk about you, the customer. It could be, you know, content and content syndication, and it can be also just taking your book a demo and kind of transforming it to the other side, making it look like more of a value-based CTA rather than talking about myself and my company. Does that make sense? Sure. No, for sure. So, so it's also, I think there's a lot of new technology and new tools and new companies that are trying to pitch to the same people over and over again, right? Right. And, and LinkedIn is, is not a secret. Every, everybody is, is using LinkedIn in various ways. And you definitely need to do something different in order to resonate with the people and get them to do something. Right. So it's interesting about the CTAs. So what would be like your recommendation? Or maybe you can talk about what you're doing in terms of the funnel, like how it looks if it's not a book a demo. So how do you get the interest of your audience? So I think that the PLG motion did it very well, right? Not every product can be PLG, but the main idea of PLG was try before you buy, right? It's a value. It's a value-based call to action. It's not request a free trial or talk to me before you get to free trial. It's try now and get value in 10 minutes or less. That's what it means. But not every product can be PLG, right? You need to, like, not, it's not fit for every audience and it's not fit for every product. So I think that what companies that cannot, can't do PLG and that type of call to, call to action, which is value-based, you need to take whatever your value is and transform it into something that people can connect their pain to. Let's take you, for example. You have an agency. Instead of just, you know, you have a website and you have your testimonials and you have that give a, some kind of a confidence to whoever is looking at your website. And instead of just book a call with me or talk to our experts, you can say, get a free 30 minutes overview on your account. I'll spot whatever is bad with your PPC campaigns or your ads or whatever it is. And I will show you 
what value I can give you when we talk about you. So I think this is what we also try to do with, with Staircase AI. We, we unlock a demo video so they can watch a video. We offer content and instead of download now, it could be see how you stack up in this report or something like that. We talk about the audience and not about just download the report because I created something nice and pretty. And if it's a free trial, it can be get a free 30-day analysis of your XYZ. Depends what you offer, right? Um, so anyway, just taking the CTAs and transforming them from the point of view of the customer rather than I just want to talk to you, click here and book a call with me. And I think that made a lot of difference. Nice. So definitely it means that you have to like tailor the CTA and the funnel and the value that you give to the pain points of the audience. That means that you yeah. really need to know the audience. So it leads me to the question, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you research the audience or how do you get, you know, feedback from sales or from wherever you can and implement them in the campaigns? So I believe marketers have to be in the go-to-market strategy. Like they have to be part of that discussion. We started reading, right? Reading what your potential customers are saying online, reading the analyst reports, reading all the content that you can in order to better understand your customers, your potential customers and their challenges. And it has to be also with conversation with sales. Like you have to talk to your sales team, listen to the calls, listen to the SDR conversation, go on demos, do demos as a marketer. You have to be within those conversations in order to understand very, very well your customers and their pain. And I think it's marketing people, marketing executives have to be like in the go-to-market, talking directly to customers and prospects all the time. One of the things I do all the time is interviews. I interview people about my content, about my website, about my messages, about my messaging. And that has to be part of the understanding of your ICP. It's not just a title and a company size. It's their actual pains, their day-to-day. It's far more than that. Yeah, totally agree. I actually, you know, it's funny because I did an interview for, for some of my clients recently. Mm-hmm. And the things that came up is the things that, you know, I kind of knew it, but I didn't know how to use their language in order to, to say it, right? So I feel that always in these interviews, you just get these keywords that come up or these phrases For that sure. come up and boom, then you can build a campaign around it, right? That's so true. And I'll think that when you go to someone's website or read content, that has to be, I did not, I can't invent those things. They have to come to me from those conversations, right? Like you need to use the words of your prospect the words of your customers and integrate them because they know best. For sure. <laughs> totally. So let's move on like to the next steps of, so you, you drill down into the audience, you understand the language. We know that we want to hit them on LinkedIn because people nowadays go to LinkedIn, you know, to read mm-hmm. and, and to interact. So, but like we said, you know, LinkedIn is really busy and, and all yeah. the marketers in the world are there. So what kind of formats do you like to use? How do you find ways to attract like their attention? But, you know, in the creative side, not only what with the offer, you need to tailor the right offer, but what would be the creative around it? So I have to say that if we're talking about how to formalize ads on LinkedIn, then the text, like the copy 
of the text ad itself is less of an issue, but the image is usually what makes the difference in terms of like when we optimize what's working. And it has to be in bold colors, you know, there's nothing new over here. But I can say that the formats that have worked for us the best were our carousels and the Legion forums. So those are the two types of ads that generate, you know, most of the leads and most of the conversions. Yeah, those are the ones that would work the best after a lot of testing and a lot of money spending. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. And how do you track the success of this campaign? Because as you said, we want to generate good quality leads, right? So the quality issue is always the tricky part. So I'm curious to hear like how you think about it and how you do it. So I think a lot of the mistakes that some people do with LinkedIn is that they use their broad and lookalike options. You need to be very specific in like the ICP you're trying to target within those ads and make sure that whatever you write in this ad is good for that audience. Don't try to add a lot of ads into the same campaign with the same ICP, right? Like you need to separate. You need to separate as much as possible those campaigns and tailor for each one of the ICPs the right text and the right copy. I A lot of times I promote the same content but to different ICPs and the messaging would be entirely different. And we do not use the lookalikes. We used it in the past and it was way off. Like you need to be very strict over there. It will cost more, but it will bring relevant leads. And that's what you want. I can tell you that once we've switched to more strict ICPs in the targeting, we've increased them our MQL count by 80%. It was 80% higher. So okay. do not use lookalikes and <laughs> do not use those things unless you have your audience very broad, right? I don't know, but, but I think it works far better when you don't use those options based on our experience at least. And when it comes to tracking, actually LinkedIn makes it very simple. You can use their UTMs, like we have a, an integration and it flows into our CRM. It, it's very easy to track where leads came from, which ad converted them and whether they are indeed an MQL or not. Yeah. So maybe like the simple and maybe obvious, but not always we do it, is use different ICPs with different messaging, with different ads, and not general ads for general audience, because this will not work for sure. Yeah, and it's, this is, it will not work for sure. And it's, it's very easy to do it with LinkedIn. It's basically just raising the same ad, just changing a few things. It's really easy to do that. LinkedIn is uh, yeah. it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So other than the paid uh, LinkedIn campaigns, like are there any other channels, or you also mentioned specifically on LinkedIn, but maybe off LinkedIn as well, other channels that you are on the lookout for, for this year that uh, are working for you or you plan to crack this year? So I d don't use that uh, still, but there are definitely other social media challenge channels I would want to try. I think TikTok and Instagram are, both of them are amazing platforms that we need to utilize. I think that my, my assumption is within those platforms, you will probably get really good content syndication, right? You won't get like hot leads that want to talk to you right now, but you would probably get content syndication leads. But those are two platforms that I think 
a lot of the prospects that we are targeting in the B2B SaaS world are now using from CTOs to CMOs to VP sale, everyone are there. And it's just, we have to be there as well. I think it's just a different skill than we what we're used to as marketeers, right? It's not just an image, few texts, and you can add an ad. It's a bit more, you know, you need to create a creative and maybe something visual that moves and videos and things like that. So it might require some more more efforts, but I think it's, it's a yeah. huge channel that we have to try. For sure. Okay, sounds good. So Sivan, like last question before we wrap this up. Any last word of advice, you know, for other VP marketing that are like yourself, what is like the one tool or one tactic that you can recommend other than what we talked about? Ooh, that's a big question. I think that I have, but it's totally off, like PPC and <laughs> paid ads. <laughs> I think that this year and last year was also like this and this year are going to be tougher. And I think that face-to-face -face engagements will be stronger in getting those relationships and leads going. And that means that you would need to go to events or conferences to meet your potential pro prospects. And I think that this year will be a great year to try, to try that and get back on track with conferences. Post-COVID world, right? Last year we started... But, yes. but it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, in full power, like a pre 2019. And I think this year it would be very meaningful because it's so hard to get attention online. You will need to compensate that with some face-to-face -face interactions. Yeah, definitely love it. I think it's a definitely interesting point. And it's also, you know, something that it's not everything is on the social platforms, right? Some stuff happens in the real world. So we definitely... Yeah, and you know, the world, is, uh, the world is coming back to, you know, getting more value, getting more budgets that are based on ROI. So I think we're going back a little bit <laughs> in how we allocate our budget. Interesting. And I think that you will have to be online, right? It's, it doesn't mean that you don't have to be online, but this is a complimentary that will be very necessary to be on top of, you know, your audience and, and give value on that for your audience. For sure. So Sivan, have a great, great 2023. As you said, it's a you rough too. one, but we'll make it. And I trust yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for your time. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guy. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about what you're struggling with right now. So make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn or just jump onto our website at mediaflows.com, fill out the form and get a complimentary 15-minute call to evaluate your paid advertising strategy. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.